Welcome to the U.S. Fire Journal Podcast. We offer views and opinions on the fire service around the world with no topic too tough to handle. Visit us at usfirejournal.com for all your fire service information. Now, here's your host, Jay. Welcome in today. Saturday, July the 3rd. It's 2021. We are in the almost post-COVID world, at least in all the same parts of the world. We're starting to look post-COVID. It's episode number one. That's for veterans. And it's this many fingers for probies. So I'm holding up one finger. So for veterans, it's episode number one. For probies, I'm holding up one finger. Um, It's one day before we try to burn down the country with... uh, Cheap fireworks uh, bought at roadside stands. America, baby. Uh, Welcome in. I'm Jay. This is the U.S. Fire Journal podcast, and this is a new podcast uh, from someone who's done a lot of old podcasting, going way, way back. But this is actually the first podcast since the Firefighter Hourly podcasts back in uh, 2007, that I've really been looking forward to doing the podcast in a, in a really tremendous way. Um, here we're going to talk about subjects that other people don't touch on. We're going to talk about uh, things that are going on around the country, around the world even. Even though we're U.S. Fire Journal, our focus is on the United States. We'll go where the news goes. And, uh, but this is not the same old podcast. Going to have some fun with it going to obviously focus on on issues of importance to the bravest everywhere. I'm going to dive into subjects that others might not want to touch. Uh, Talking a little bit about leadership. We're going to talk about uh, fire departments that do it right, and we're going to talk about fire departments that do it wrong. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of different subjects, and we're not going to be afraid to name names, and uh, we're not going to be afraid to, uh, you know, what's, what's the best way to put it? Uh, ruffle some feathers maybe maybe even take some feathers off of some of these chickens so today let's get right into it and and obviously look there's there's one subject that's on the mind of firefighters everywhere today uh, one day before the 4th of July and and that's the collapse in Miami and the absolutely horrible news from there that a uh, firefighter in Miami Dade who was on the scene He's been uh, t- carrying out searches, searching for people, and today they found his daughter or his child in the rubble there. Um, and when they they found the child, um, he came over and uh, uh, helped recover the child, and then and then he uh, escorted the child off the scene. I cannot, for the life of me, imagine having to do that. Um, and, and I'm sure it was something that he didn't have to do, but it's something that I'm sure he felt he had to do. And it is, uh, you know, it's one of those things when you talk about it, it it's almost in disbelief. Uh, recovering your own child, uh, understanding that, that this was likely going to be the case at this point, um, obviously hoping and praying that it wouldn't be, uh, and then there you are. An absolutely uh, remarkable story uh, that for me emphasizes 
just the the sacrifice and love uh, of a father and child and also the sacrifice that firefighters make um, this is always a possibility no one likes to uh, to uh, to be involved in these sorts of things but you know this this father this firefighter who's on scene trying to help others all the while knowing that uh, that his child uh, was was somewhere in that in that collapsed building and then getting the horrific news but all the while searching for others as well you know I'm sure hoping that, that he could he can find people just as everyone there had hoped that, that they would find uh, that they'd find more and more survivors and then for this father to have to to deal with that as well as the rest of the family and and the brothers and sisters there in Miami-Dade and from all over the world who've arrived there to help uh, urban search and rescue teams from all over um, Miami-Dade and their response partners all around just an absolutely uh, horrifying story of a collapse of a condominium um, that did not have to happen and uh, you know I'm sure going forward we are going to be hearing about this for a very long time this building collapsed but it you know I think for firefighters everywhere hearing about this firefighter who uh, who was on scene when when they found uh, when they found his child and then escorting the child out, my best wishes certainly go out to that firefighter and to all firefighters and everyone there. It's just an absolute, uh, it's an absolute horrific story. But again, um, it's what firefighters face. And, uh, you know, it's tough to deal with and, and I, I can't imagine it. And, you know, look, this isn't the first building collapse in the United States. It won't be the last. Um, these things happen, and the procedures and everything that are going on that, that departments are using, these, are, these were all purchased with the blood of heroes, people who have, who have died trying to save other people. Um, you know, and, and this collapse, um, you know, you hope that it's the last collapse, but we all know it won't be. And it, it's so unfortunate because the, the blood of heroes, um, you know, it, it's on display. It really is. It's on display at every scene around America. And, you know, one of these things, uh, one, one of the things that we, we have to understand is that these things will happen again. And being prepared, you know, being prepared is so important. Maybe you don't have an urban search and rescue team. That, most, most departments don't. You know, it's not enough to say, well, you know what? If a building collapses, we'll call in the experts. No, you're the expert until the others arrive. So what have you done lately? What have you, your department, your crew done lately, if you haven't? What have you done lately to think about these sorts of things and, and to, to maybe measure measure what you would do measure your readiness level be blunt in your own assessment of you know what are you doing out there you sitting around all day that's certainly easy enough and uh, we see it all the time doing nothing right um, people who are busy don't have that luxury 
firefighters are responding to lots of calls, responding to these sorts of things. They don't have the luxury of just sitting around. And uh, again, uh, you know, that blood, that sacrifice, um, how are you paying tribute to it if you're paying tribute at all? Something to think about. So I want to talk a little bit, switch gears about probationary firefighters, right? Training probies. No, probationary firefighters are are oftentimes fun to be around, uh, at least in small doses. Uh, some of them are really good. Others start out slow and speed up. Others never catch up. That's just the way that goes. But here's some advice just from this first episode, okay? Crawl before you walk, right? It's important. Uh, before you decide that that uh, you want to jump out of a plane, maybe make sure that, that you get in the plane. Maybe make sure that you know what a plane is and what a parachute is. You know, so many people join the, the fire service and their first thought is, man, I cannot wait to be the fire chief. Goals are important, um, but stupid is no way to go through a career. If your first thought is, you know, okay, I, I now know what a nozzle is. I know water comes out of that thing. So obviously I'm ready for technical subjects all over. No, no, you're not. Let's start out with air packs. What do you know about an air pack? How about hose lines? What's in the compartments? How about ladders? You know, how many of you have you thrown? Thrown a couple of ladders? Throw a couple of more. You stretch some hose lines? Stretch some more. Uh, you know, airbags, extra, other extrication equipment, appliances. What do you know? Because everything else in the future falls back on the basics. This is sometimes very difficult to get across to younger people, is that the basics form the foundation. They do. If you're not strong in the basics, everything else you try to learn will collapse. I mean, it is, and that, that's really a horrible thing to say right now, but it's the truth. If, if you try to get too far ahead, um, you know, you're, you're going to slip and fall, and, and you're not going to be good at what you do. And trust me, veterans know this. That's why they're veterans. They're going to look around and they're going to say, you know what, so-and-so is, is, you know, he's aspiring. This is what he wants to do. He wants to jump out of a plane at 30,000 feet. You know, that's what he wants to do. But he doesn't know how to get off the ground. So you go back and you learn the basics, the ABCs, one, two, three. That's what you have to focus on. And if you're not focusing on it, then you're cheating yourself. And if you want to cheat yourself, that's fine. Don't cheat the people around you. Blood is real. Don't cheat the people around you. Look at it and go, okay, what can I learn today? Learn something, but always refer to the basics first. Okay, that's the most important thing. Um, it is an absolute necessity every single time. Every single time. It's a necessity to go out look and say, okay, you know, what basic can I focus on today? How can I get better? And, you know, what am I doing? Is, is what I'm doing, is it appropriate? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I promise you, veterans will know. They will. And uh, they won't be merciful often when when people are constantly trying to do something that that everybody knows they can't do. 
because it gets old to them. And uh, it gets old to a lot of people. It really does. So focus on those things. You know, try to focus on those things and and figure out what you should be doing or what you should be doing and uh, go from there, right? But the basics first. So here on the first episode, now we did have an inaugural episode, and it's about 15 minutes long. It's up on the, on the website now. But uh, you, you can listen to it if you want. It's just basically saying what we're going to be about. It did talk, I did talk a little bit about uh, the, uh, the Miami collapse in that episode as well. But, you know, you don't have to. You're not really missing a whole lot, except maybe what the podcast is all about. And uh, right now, I'm going to do Saturday and Wednesday podcasts. You can visit usfirejournal.com to read the uh, posts up on the website. Um, I'll be sending out the newsletter. I was hoping to send it out yesterday. I'm a little bit behind on that. and uh, But it'll be coming out as well. And it's just three different ways to keep up. You can also, if you have an Instagram account, you can follow us at usfirejournal.com one i believe it is um you can go there i'll put a link up to it on the website uh, so that you can find it and uh you know enjoy enjoy it as much as you can i I had a lot of requests for this and a lot of people want to to talk about um leadership you know leadership is following if you're a good follower and you focus on that chances are you're going to learn to be a good leader if you want to lead for leading's sake, you know, if you if you want to be in charge so that you can puff up your little rooster chest and say, look at me, look at me, then you're already a failure. People will follow you. They will. But out of morbid curiosity, not because you're worth a crap. And we see that everywhere. All right. And if you're a firefighter, your department, you have probably have people exactly like that. Um, you know, and I always go back the leader who constantly has to point out that they're a leader. They're not the leader. They're not good at all. And you will see these types of people, these little roosters, who, who want to show you their plumage and, and their little chest, and, and they'll run around and, and bobbing their head and whatever chickens do, um, eating the good stuff, right? And ultimately, what you end up finding out is that they're very insecure people with ego problems. Um, some of these people, they don't know how to follow. They don't. Um, because it's all about them. They are self-focused to a large degree. Um, and again, you follow them just to watch them fail. And it continually happens over and over. So leadership is following. It, it is. And, you know, it's about taking care of your people. And, and in many different ways. You know, leadership is, is so important. And it's important because you're, you're trying your very best uh, to be the type of person, uh, to be the type of leader that, that you want to experience yourself as a follower. And we're going to talk about this more. And on Wednesday, I'm really going to dive into it. And one of the things that's so important is, is understanding what your role as a leader is going to be. Are you good at what you do so much so do you you're not perfect no leader is but are you good enough to be able to sort of command the respect not by voice not by rank 
but do people respect you? If they respect you only because you're, you're in this position, then you're not a very good leader at all. If they're only respecting the position, chances are that will, that will wear thin quickly. Most people can tell if people respect them. And it's important. It is. Now, you're not always going to have the respect of everybody. That doesn't happen generally. You still have to be able to do the job. And, you know, you can fool some people. You can. But you're not, you're not going to fool everybody, and it's, you're not going to fool them for very long. Because they're going to figure you out. And chances are they're already talking about you, right? I mean, bad leaders, people who aspire to be leaders and they're bad, they're already being talked about and have been talked about. And maybe that's fair, maybe it isn't, but it happens. That's just the fact of life. So, you know, in looking at these things and and trying to figure out, okay, um, you know, what's going on here? Well, look, the bottom line, um, if you treat people with respect, that that's key if you were a good follower that helps if you can make decisions that's what leaders do you know every leader is tasked with making decisions and all of those things add up uh, to they all go together into to being a good leader so keep those things in mind and you know look there is no there's no book there's no book alone that can teach you everything um, it's, it's not one experience is going to teach you. It's a multitude of things that come together. And we need good leaders in the fire service. Fortunately, we have a lot of good leaders. Unfortunately, bad leaders get, get, the, bulk of, uh, get the bulk of our attention principally because they're bad. And so they sort of stand out. And uh, it's very difficult for people to deal with bad leadership. Firefighters do it every day. But it is difficult. Nobody likes it. And uh, nobody likes following a bad leader. And it shows. It definitely shows. Well, that's going to do it for today. Um, The Saturday podcast, this being the first sort of operational podcast, um, you know, I intended for it to go 15, between 15 and 30 minutes. Starting on Wednesday, on Wednesdays, we're going to do 30 minutes to an hour at a minimum. And then on Saturdays, it'll be a little over 30 minutes. I'm shooting for about 35 minutes on Saturdays. And, uh, of course, we'll be adding uh, podcast episodes as we go forward, also doing some interviews and uh, just having a lot of fun. Until Wednesday, again, visit usfirejournal.com. If you have something you want to hit me up with, the uh, editor at usfirejournal.com, editor at usfirejournal.com. I'll also be giving out the secure email that I use as I give different addresses, but it all comes to me, and I've had it for a long time now. I'll give that out on, on Wednesday as well. Until next time, stay safe.